I like to change up my order when this guy's in the house. It is the ECHL's Senior Vice President of Hockey Operations, Joe Ernst, as the Nailers trail the Cyclones 3-1 to one at the end of two periods. Joe, I always am getting into the scheme of things, checking in with you once at the beginning of the year and then once as we start to make our way towards the Kelly Cup playoffs. And one of the things that caught me off guard going into this season was despite, of course, you have the four buildings with replay, there were no changes in the rules this season. What have you liked from the on-ice product, and has there been anything that has maybe been red-flagging at you a little bit? Um, I like the speed of the game okay. um, and the skill of the game, and I can't stand our as much discipline as we've had. Gotcha. Uh, just way too much. It's um, It's been out of control, actually, to be perfectly honest with you, with um, kind of the sucker punches and flat-out stupidity. I'll just be very blunt and honest with you. Hey, I, um, I like that. I'd rather have you tell yeah, it like it is. Just, but the speed of the game is great. Um, but we've had had too many too many incidents, I'll be honest with you. Um, we're way over our numbers on suspension from where we were last year. Um, and we still have four weeks left to play. So, But uh, the, the game itself and speed has been good. It's just been those other type of th stuff that has kind of bothered me. You mentioned the sucker punches. So... It's not so much hits to the head anymore. I know that was a big focal point. And you'd rather, it's not like you're trying to get, you know, fighting away from it. You'd rather have the guys just go head to head and, and fight each other fairly rather than yep. try and do something stupid. Yeah, and that's, I mean, we've sent videos out. We've sent, we send discipline videos out to the coaches uh, after every one of them to show their teams and everything else. But it just seems to happen where, you know, we, we tell them that, if you're going to try to fight a guy and he doesn't want to fight and you throw one punch or two punches, then stop. Instead of continuing on and continuing on. And that's been that's been the problem that we've had or just guys that just want to one-punch guys and stuff like that. Uh, we've been fortunate we haven't had any serious injuries from it, but uh, that's some of the stuff that we're going to try to address uh, through our rules committee as far as stiffer penalties and stuff. The, the head hits and stuff haven't really been... Um, haven't been bad so far this year, um, but we're way up in numbers and stuff like that on the and the fighting category. Speed, you mentioned. And I noticed offense, and for the 11th time in the last 12 years, the Nailers have eclipsed 200 goals, and they're going to eclipse it by a pretty strong amount. Do you see offense increasing? I do. I mean, it seems like every night there's <coughs> it's five five or six goals by one team, um, and I <coughs> it seems like we have a lot of. A lot of scoring. I, I don't have the exact numbers as far as league-wide right in front of me, but uh, I do believe the league-wide were probably up as well. Do you attribute that to more prospect type of players on the offensive side? Do you see more defensemen jumping into the play to create? Because I think the goaltending is still pretty good. Yep. You've still got some legit, I mean, yep. shoot, Cincinnati's got Hauser and Johansson. Yeah. I just think it's, I mean, overall, I think it's just a skill um, that we've had, uh, that we have in the league. And, you know, I mean, you see the first three goals tonight, which were pretty nice goals, actually. Yeah. Um, and um, so I think just the overall skill has led to the, uh, has led to the goals, uh, amount of goals. Strength of the league right now. We had two new markets come in, Newfoundland and Maine. They're both looking like they might experience playoff hockey this season. Are we looking at some new markets next year? Are we happy at the number? What's the league as a whole feeling right now? As far as uh, I'm told, we're, there'll be no new markets, and we're, we're as is for same teams that were here this year will be next year. Um, I haven't heard anything about expansion. It's too, it's too late right now for next season as far as uh, expansion. 
Um, but that's out of my hands. I'm the hockey guy, and Ryan is the Ryan is the, the chief in command there, as far as the commissioner. But I, I do believe we're going to be at the same amount of teams in the in the same cities and everything else for next year. And that's going to make life easy on guys like Joe Babic too, who make the schedule. And Quad City dropped out late last year, so you kind of have to reshuffle the deck and yeah. get Newfoundland in there too. Is there anything schedule-wise that you like that you did this year, or maybe next year you look at and say, mm, maybe we shouldn't do this as much as we did? Um, I do believe we're going to have a new system in place that's going to do the scheduling. Um, I do believe that Joe and Dan will be helping out as, as far as uh, kind of the geography and, and different things like that. Uh, I'm not a big fan of these teams playing each other. Like uh, Utah, or I mean, uh, yeah, Utah and Rapid City, by the time we're done on Monday, are going to play six games in a row against each other. Oh. I just think that we, we've, we've done this, and I've talked to Ryan uh, Creelan numerous times, is that and I need to go back and see about our discipline when the back-to-back -back games. When, is the discipline happening? Is it happening in the third game? These three and threes where we can kind of move them around. Um, I understand sometimes where if you're up in Utah or you're in Idaho and, and one of those other teams is out of town, so you really can't go back and forth. But the three and threes and the, the five games and six nights and stuff like that, I've noticed. It, we're just asking for trouble at the end of the day. We're really, I mean, you talk about the playoffs and you have a rivalry in the playoffs and you have a seven-game series and everybody wonders why it's physical and stuff. It's because you're playing seven times possibly. Regular season, we shouldn't be playing that many times against each other in a row. Uh, and then, and also, my personal opinion, I know it's travel and financial and everything else, but playing teams 17 times a year does not help when you are dealing with, with, dealing with stuff. There's a rivalry built. I understand the rivalries and stuff. But it kind of gets, from my end of it, on the hockey side, it gets tough because you end up having the extra BS type of stuff that goes on in the game because of it. Yeah, and I want to learn a little bit about this, too, because, you know, we've had a great variety of teams this year. We've played 17 different opponents. We don't see anybody more than 11, which is Indy, which is terrific. I think I've got a good knowledge of the Central. I mean, Cincinnati has certainly proven themselves to be a worthy competitor, and I know we might end up with them in the first round, but let's call a spade a spade. They're going to be tough to knock off coming out of this division, but we haven't seen any of the other division leaders. We haven't seen Idaho, Tulsa, Mountain. We haven't seen Florida out of the south. We haven't seen Newfoundland out of the north. What's your take? We'll start with the Mountain. Tulsa, Idaho, you have a thought coming at you. Utah's there too. Yep. What do you like? I was just out in Idaho last weekend. They're they're a um, we'll say a fast team that can can uh, they can play any way you want to play. If you want to kind of muck it up a little bit, they can muck it up a little bit. They have a few guys, especially uh, they get a couple guys back. But they're very skilled and fast hockey team. Tulsa is just you know, Tulsa just works hard. Uh, they just work hard. They have some some guys down on uh, on, on contracts that are down that are offensive guys. Uh, Adam Pluchkatch is having a good year as far as for Tulsa, scoring a lot of goals. But they just work hard, Tulsa does. Uh, nothing fancy, um, just work hard. Um, Newfoundland, um, are we going out to, are we going to the east? You're going Newfoundland? Yeah, Newfoundland is a very skilled, very skilled team. I haven't seen them play since I was out there, I think in the, it was around December time, middle of December. Very skilled, obviously, you know, they have a lot of contracted guys. Um, they're just a running gun up and down. Um, very detail-oriented hockey team, and uh, they've been getting great goaltending from Gartag. Florida? I've seen Florida play um, three, four times. I'm heading down there in a couple weeks. Uh, again, they're you know a skilled team. They're a big team, um, uh, fast team. Uh, and, you know, I mean, they're going to be tough, tough to beat as well coming out of that uh, coming out of that division. But you know, Orlando's right on their heels, uh, and Orlando, Orlando has a good team as well. Um, so it's going to be. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I, I, 
I heard you say you're going to try to put my feet to the fire. It's going to be a fun. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be a fun playoffs. That's for sure. Three years ago, the Nailers were one of those teams, and they're kind of in that spot now where they were fighting to try and get in, and then they made that magical run all the way to the Kelly Cup final. Can you give me a West team and an East team who maybe could be an off-the-grid, like we, we just went over, Idaho, Tulsa, Utah, Cincinnati, Toledo. You can't pick those. You can't pick Newfoundland, Florida. Who's an East and a West team that could maybe make a late run and, and catch some people off guard and possibly go deep? Um, I'll go Kansas City. Kansas City. And let's go Maine. Maine. What the heck? Got to love it with yeah. Riley Armstrong. Yeah. Let's just go. With the, I mean, Kansas City's playing really well right now. Okay. So, it's, I mean, when you say catch them off guard, I, I don't know if you're going to catch anybody off guard because they could be in the three spot here before long if they keep winning. Um, and Utah keeps going the other way. So, And then Maine is... Maine, by the end of tonight, could be... Uh, well, they don't play tonight, so by the end of the weekend, they could be in second place. So... I guess I'm really going on a limb and saying that one. They could be second place. And, uh, <laughs> but uh, Maine has been playing very well. They went through a little bit of lull probably about a month and a half or so ago, and then all of a sudden they've turned it around. And you know, it's good for Riley. Um, he's done a really good job out there as a first-year coach. And, and, you know, I know Danny Breer. I've talked to him a few times where, you know, he's been there to kind of support and not a bad guy to run things off of. Very good. Joe, yeah. that was awesome. Very insightful stuff. I appreciate it as always. Okay, DJ, I'll buy lunch tomorrow if, if we hit this 50-50. How's that? I love it. That sounds like a plan. 3-1 Cyclones after two. Scoring recap and out-of-town scores next on the Nailers Broadcast Network.